This is an out loud reading of one of our latest YouTube videos. To find us, go to youtube.com slash redditreaders or click the link in the description below. Thank you so much for listening. Hey everyone, and welcome to r slash creepy encounters, the subreddit where people post their mildly creepy interactions. Today's post, the creepy guy on the train. Short background story. I'm 24 and have been dating my boyfriend since I was 15. The first six years of our relationship have been kind of long distance. I used to go visit him on weekends and would it take me around two hours by bus and train to reach the station where he would come and pick me up. This story takes place when I was 18, so I was quite used to public transportation by then and I was aware of the creeps and weirdos one would encounter when traveling. Nothing really creepy had ever happened to me apart from the usual stares and unsolicited, hello beautiful. One Saturday morning, I got on the usual train for the last 15 to 20 minutes of my trip after traveling for an hour and a half by bus. I always tended to seat either close to other girls or to families with children. This one time the train carriage was quite empty, so I sat across of a young guy with flamingos on his t-shirt and a laptop. I don't really remember who the other people in our carriage were, that seat just looked like the safest one. Shortly after the departure, another guy entered the carriage and sat down next to me. He looked about 25 to 30 years old. He was wearing some dirty old clothes and he smelled like sweat and possibly booze. He said hi, and I said hi. As I wrote before, I was quite used to weirdos talking to me on buses and trains, so I didn't immediately feel like I was in danger. In my experience, it was usually better to engage on a short and meaningless conversation than ignoring them completely. He asked what my name was and I made one up. Then he asked why I was traveling all alone, and I said my boyfriend was waiting for me at the following station. I hoped this would be enough to make him desist, but I was, oh, so wrong. He started telling me that he had just gotten a new phone, and he had lost all of his friends' numbers. He asked me to give him my number so he'd have someone to talk to at night. The F? I politely declined. At that point, I was starting to feel very uncomfortable, but my stop was only 5 to 10 minutes away, and I still thought he was going to give up and leave. He insisted on me giving him my phone number and started getting closer to me. At this point, I stopped answering his questions and looked in the opposite direction. This must have bothered him because he suddenly put his dirty hand on my thigh to get my attention. I was terrified, but I managed to utter a shaky, don't touch me. I wish I had yelled it, but I didn't, and no one in the carriage noticed what was going on. Not even the flamingo guy who was literally in front of us. Or maybe he noticed and didn't care at first. The guy didn't take his hand off of me and I was petrified. I don't remember if he said something else at that point because I was focused on his hand on my jeans. I gained some more courage and managed to tell him to leave me alone in a slightly louder voice. I guess that some people started looking in our direction in that moment because he suddenly got up and left. I started crying from the relief as soon as he exited the carriage. The flamingo guy asked if I was okay and if I needed him to call someone. I said I was fine. I tried to call my boyfriend but he didn't answer because he was driving to come pick me up. I thought it was over, 
The train started slowing down and I got up in order to get off. Little did I know that the creepy guy was most probably keeping an eye on me from the window of the carriage door after he left. I got off the train and started to look around hoping to see my boyfriend, who would sometimes wait for me on the platform. At that point, I noticed that the guy had stepped off the train as well. As soon as we made eye contact, he started walking towards me. I felt my heart drop. I turned around and started walking quickly towards the stairs, hoping he would lose me in the crowd. As soon as I reached the underground corridor, I started running. I got to the other side of the tunnel. I ran up the stairs and towards the restrooms. I don't know why I didn't run to the main hall instead. I was panicking, and I just went for the first place that came to my mind. I locked myself into one of the cubicles, made sure it was closed, and then got up on the toilet so he wouldn't see my feet. I was wearing a pair of quite recognizable boots. 20 to 30 seconds later, I heard someone come in and hastily try all the door handles. Of course, it could have been anyone, but I convinced it was him. It just made no sense for anyone else to try to open all the doors like that. I remember feeling my heartbeat in my throat while I was waiting for him to leave. I remained still and silent for what felt like ages until I heard him walk away. At that point, I started crying again and finally managed to call my boyfriend and tell him I was locked into one of the toilet stalls. When he got there and I came out of the stall, I was shaking uncontrollably, but he somehow managed to calm me down. When we got out of the restrooms, there was no sign of the guy and I never saw him again. Looking back now, I know I should have reported him to the authorities, but I stupidly thought that they wouldn't believe me or that they were going to shrug it off as not a big deal. After all, nothing really bad happened on the train, and I had no proof that it was him trying to open the stall doors. This experience made me avoid trains for a while, and even though after some time, I managed to overcome my fear. So please, creepy guy on the train, let's not ever meet again. And that's going to wrap up today's post. Let us know if you like this new subreddit, or if you have a subreddit you can recommend to us, we'll check it out. If you liked the video, please leave a like or a comment. It always helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to hear more and see more posts from r slash creepy encounters and other subreddits when they come out on the channel, please subscribe. As always, thank you so much for watching and for listening. Hey everyone, we hope you're enjoying our readings of popular Reddit posts. We love providing this service so that you can listen to these podcasts to pass the time, to fall asleep to, or to be entertained while still staying safe on your commute to work. We love to have the freedom to cover even more posts, but the recording and editing is time-consuming work and doesn't pay the bills. If you feel you're getting regular value out of these episodes, please consider supporting us with a small monthly donation. You can donate easily by visiting anchor.fm slash redditreaders and clicking on support this podcast. Every little bit helps, even if it's just enough to cover our morning cup of coffee. As always, thank you so much for listening.